Hello everyone and welcome to the daily newspaper analysis for 9th and 11th October. So let's see, we have only two articles uh, today. Let's see what is the article from the Hindu. Questions from the QES data. So this is again about the employment survey data. So what has been the recent uh, you know, outcomes of the employment survey data and what are the futuristic points that we can consider here have been discussed. The second article is from the Indian Express, which is titled as Karnataka Anti-Gambling Law Revamped. So what basically is the Karnataka Anti-Gambling Law and what changes have been brought through this would be discussed here. This newspaper analysis is presented by me. My name is Sheva Khan. I am a BALLB law graduate and I have completed my law degree from Uttaranchal University in the year 2019 with a gold medal in my batch. I've also been a national debater and a public speaker and here at Law Seco, I'm working as the manager for Current Affairs Vertical. If you wish to connect with me, you can find me on my Twitter as well as LinkedIn handles. The links to both are available in the description box below. So let's start a discussion for the first article of the day, which talks about questions from the QES data. So the Labor Bureau recently has released the All India Quarterly Establishment Based Employment Survey for the first quarter of 2021. So the survey covers all establishments that employ 10 or more workers in the organized sector. So let's see that what has been uh, dissecting the QES data or what have been the outcomes of the particular data. So the simple growth rate for the sixth EC, that is the economic census, is stated to be at 38.13%. And the compound annual growth rate, which is a far more reliable depiction, places the growth rate at 3.13%. So here, you know, again, uh, we can see the simple growth rate is at 38.13 and the compound annual growth rate is at 3.13. So it has been previously held in various reports, including the government ones, that the small scales suffered more than the big industries. We have seen that the people who were already rich, who already owned the, the larger industries, have actually benefited in the terms of COVID-19. But it has not been the same case when it comes to the small scale industries because they have actually suffered a lot of harm. So according to the QES, nearly 75% of the establishments employ less than 40 workers. And this puts to the question the credibility of, of two uh, statistics. Firstly, 87.5% of the workers were regular with 2.1% were casual workers. And excluding the health and financial services, 66 to 86% employees received full wages, including the construction, health services, and the financial services. Yes, of course, I'm, I'm totally understanding the point that there is, uh, there is actually a lot of data to take in and a lot of facts to take in. But what we generally need to understand is the trend that is going on. So we need the unit level data to assimilate the numbers in disaggregated areas and it is also baffling and confusing as to why the Labour Bureau initiated segmented, anal segmented analysis instead of a high frequency labour market information like advanced countries. So basically what has happened is that the major nine sectors which we are have as the manufacturing, construction, trade, transport, education, health, accommodation and restaurants. Uh, then we also have the ITs and the BPOs and financial services. They employ 85% of the total employment established. And the data was either collected through telephony conversations or through basic visits. So the report blatantly states uh, that, the report, that the reports are based on information that has not been verified. So this actually brings us to a question as to how much can we really rely on such reports and data. So the objective of QES is to help the country from strong, uh, form a strong national policy for employment and let's see how much is it possible in the coming time. The next article we have is the, about the Karnataka anti-gambling law which has been actually revamped and it has been actually you know revised now. So Karnataka has passed a bill 
bill for amending the Karnataka Police Act 1963 to ban all forms of gambling even online so let's see that what has been uh, you know what amendments have been brought to the law on the, which uh, we talked about the gambling so the state government cited that gambling dens could not be raided by the police without a written order from the magistrate as it is not a it is a, it is a non cognizable and bailable offence so till now please consider we are talking it uh, till the time before it was revamped okay so the gambling was considered to be as a non cognizable and that is why a bailable offence and that is why if the addas you know the generally the addas or the gambling dens what we call them they could not be raided by the police unless there were written orders from the magistrate also the court also wanted to know the standing of the government on online betting due to the multitude of public interest litigations now with the passing of this particular bill the gambling has now become cognizable and that is why a non bailable offence and that is why the police can directly take action against it even without prior orders of the magistrate so the law covers all form of forms of gambling with exception of horse racing and lotteries please consider here that all forms of gambling are banned under this new law except without you know we have be we have to be exclusive of horse racing as well as the lotteries so the law enhances the prison time of the owners of the gambling centers from 1 year now it has been increased to 3 years and fine has been increased from 1000 rupees to 1 lakh rupees so that is why it it's definitely now we can uh, you know believe or we can actually expect that lesser chances or, or people would indulge lesser into the problem into the uh, this uh, entire issue of gambling so the minimum punishment is now 6 months of imprisonment and earlier it was only 1 month and uh, as if it talk uh, about the fine so the minimum fine is of rupees 10000 now instead of earlier which was just rupees 500 so definitely aggravated punishments be it in terms of fine or in terms of imprisonment also will make this entire uh, you know problem or this entire act of gambling more stringent so every consequent offense will increase the fine amount by 5000 rupees and the imprisonment terms by 6 months for example if once we are found gambling and then again also like consequently we are found gambling so it would increase the amount of fine by 5000 rupees and jail term by 6 months So let's talk about the future ahead so it is wise to note that a familiar that a similar law enacted by Tamil Nadu was struck down by the Madras High Court let's see what can be what would be the future for the Karnataka law the online gaming industry has not received the notification kindly uh, where one stated that the move by Karnataka lacks any judicial mind so maybe uh, we cannot really expect that it might have the similar effect on the online gaming as well and the industry is already well self regulated on this front and there are active regulators placed by the government too so there is also one intention contention that says that we did not really need this law in specific and we already had enough laws that were there you know more than enough to regulate the already occurring gambling cases so that was all for the day thank you so much for joining in and please do not forget to catch the podcast discussion of the same analysis on spotify google apple as well as anchor podcast Also if you wish to download the PDF of today's slides you can join our Telegram channel the link is there in the description box below or you can scan the QR code that you can see on your screens right now Also please do not forget to follow us on our Instagram channels for Jirishri Clat UGC net as well as law finance Thank you so much <laughs>